Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What is going on, CEOs? De Niro will be here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, we're here with Diddy Hoffman. Diddy is a business strategist, coach, and podcaster from South Africa. His mission is to help launch as many wildly successful health coaching programs as he possibly can through his badass launch blueprints. Today, we're going to talk about how to build your remote team and how to market your courses. So let's get started. Didi, welcome to the Remote CEO Show. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome and really it's an honor and a privilege to be here. Thank you for having me, Danira. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I uh, just wanted to ask you, like I ask every single one of my uh, guests on the podcast, can you tell me about yourself? Why did you start a business and what were you doing before that? Uh, That's an interesting question. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Actually, actually, I was in kindergarten before I started my first business. (laughs) I, I, I had the wonderful opportunity and the privilege to grow up on a farm in a rural area and in a remote rural area. So as children, we, my, myself and my siblings, we were all expected to contribute to sort of the barter deal system that everybody had going on on the farms. In, 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 uh, just for, for, for clarity, I'm in my 60s now. So, you know, this was, okay. this was, way, that was, way, this was way back. Um, I had, uh, my, my dad encourages us to specialize in something. And I had two opportunities, either animal husbandry, which I didn't like. Uh, I was small and the cows were a lot bigger than I was. So that didn't take very well to that one, but I had a knack for gardening. Um, so I took over the fruit and the vegetable garden. Uh, and I quickly discovered that uh, when we did the barter trading and between the farmers at that stage, the bot, it, was, it wasn't money that changed hands, it was, it was barter tradings. So I had to go and barter with my fruit for things like uh, meat and stuff like that. And so I was always on the short end. And I quickly discovered that if I bundle my things together in a little hamper, I could make a little bit more money. Um, and from there on, on, then I went through school in South Africa, and in, after I finished school, we had a compulsory two-year military service. So I did my, my military service. I had, again, a wonderful opportunity to join the, the officer's corps. Uh, spent nine months of my first year being trained by the, by the Defense Force okay. in administration. And then in the second year, I had the opportunity of my national service of being the assistant registrar of the biggest military hospital in, in, in Africa. Uh, so, but I had my mindset on engineering. <laughs> so after I finished my national service, I went to university 
did my first year of engineering and just one day walked into the science lab and realized, Teddy, this is not going to work for you. You're an outdoors person. Uh, you, you, you can't go on with this. So I enrolled in horticulture and started my first business three years out of school. I started my first business with nothing, a wholesale herb growing operation. And yeah, Daniela from there, it just catapulted I in, in, in my lifetime, 40 years plus now of, of working life. I started seven businesses. Three of those uh, we sold. Two of them are, are still going strong. And I've just started the third one now. That's insane. And it just shows that when you want to, you know, build a business, it's not just uh, the, the fact that you want to build it because you want to have one business. You are a serial entrepreneur because you just like starting and then selling and keeping on going because the process is probably what makes you happy. Is that correct? It's absolutely correct. You know, uh, about, uh, let's say about six months before COVID did the with the world, uh, I actually, on my wife's uh, uh, yeah, threats, I could say, I went into semi-retirement. Uh, and I just had the one online business, the Herb Academy, where we do online courses, uh, where we retool our own indigenous South African healers um, in, into Western herbal medicine. And I stopped. Uh, and I said, okay, that's that. But then COVID came along. Um, and suddenly, these people had a need to take their own businesses online. And the entrepreneur myself saw the opportunity and there I was starting another business. My wife still hates me, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, here's the thing. I want to talk about this thing. Exactly. Um, you taking businesses online and can you explain to our audience what it means, what niche you work in and what are the problems that you find, the recurring problems that you find? with your with your clients with my clients are basically uh let's say about 50 percent of them are traditional healers um all of them used to work exclusively offline uh only only offline and then the, the other 50 percent are more dietitians uh, more in the medical health and, and wellness professions um and all of them came from the Herb Academy, as I said, where we actually do herb, herb, herbology courses. Um, and then when COVID did, they all had to go offline because the businesses were just completely, the practices were shut down. Uh, and they didn't have the skills. I had the skills. Uh, you know, the Herb Academy has been going since 2004, online courses. So we had the skills. Uh, but when I started helping the first one or two or three of them, I quickly realized that the mindset was completely different. Um, so I developed a little process and it's a process that, you know, uh, I actually didn't develop exclusively. It, it was refined through all the businesses and that's what we call the rainmaker. Um, and the rainmaker in, in, in our ancient traditions uh, is the person that had the magical powers to bring the rain, to nourish the crops, to feed the people. Uh, you know, without the rain, the people would weaken, they die or have no, no to move elsewhere. Now, today, a rainmaker is the person who brings the cash into the business. The cash becomes, you know, comes from your clients. And it's, it's that what we call the aqua viva or the lifeblood of the business. Without it, the business die. So I, I built onto that and developed a very easy five-step process for them, which first starts with defining, you know, the wildly important goal. Where do they want to go? Um, 
And you know, sitting in, in, in Southern Africa, and you hear about online practices, and they talk about a 5K and a 6K and a 7K practice. Now, to give you an idea, in Southern Africa, our per capita gross domestic product is about one-tenth of that in North America. So if you can just imagine, you know, having a 5K business in terms of dollars is equivalent to have a, having a 50K business here in South Africa. So I realized that that was one of the big challenges they had. They, they couldn't get their minds around, you know, the possibility of what's actually out there for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. But here's the thing. You just brought up something that was very interesting, I believe, to my audience. And that's the fact that you've been running courses online since 2004. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Well, yep. <laughs> this is something that, you know, for some people, it's almost earth shattering because they are just thinking about going online and, and creating a revenue online. And some of them, basically 18 years later, <laughs> uh, they're still yeah. on the fence and they don't understand, well, is there a market for it? So can you tell us the process? Uh, how were you delivering your material online almost 20 years ago? And what are you doing now that is different? Is it easier or Ooh. not? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier. The, 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 first, the, first, the first website we had was a one-pager. Simple one pager, which I designed myself using software called FrontPage. Um, <laughs> and it was basically a sales page that mm -hmm. I, I've written to, to the best of my ability. And on there, we, we had a, the, the program, which was a herbal course consisting of five modules. That herbal course of five modules was all uh, Word documents converted into PDFs and put onto a CD. Mm -hmm. And we mailed those out by a postal service. Wow. Um, and it was, to me, it, it was a heaven sent because I had this page there on the internet. Uh, it sounded very, very professional and it sounded very technical and, you know, very advanced to my, to my students uh, yeah. because no, nobody else was doing it. Yes. Um, and from there, yeah, you know, it, it involves using a, a, a WordPress website now with a, with a very expensive learning management system. Uh, yeah. I've got people working on that. I'm not doing it myself, you know, the back end. Of course. Uh, yes. So, yeah, it's, it's, and I, I run, I started that business while still running the, the, the herb growing operation. And the idea was from the start to create something that I could one day retire on. And I think that mindset as well, De Niro, changes a lot of th things how you approach it because I always had the long-term view. I didn't yes. need needed the money at the moment when I started it, so yeah. I could reinvest everything back. Yes, which makes a which makes a big difference. I I love even this statement that you said right now. And what I, what I find is I have courses online. I do group coaching and courses. And what I find it is that um, the messaging, the, the, the um, marketing messaging that works the best is generally the one that says, 
you know, achieve X results in 90 days or less or something along those lines. And, and it yeah. pains me because it shows to me that the p- people are only, not only, but generally willing to take a risk when they think that uh, they're just going to be rich in 90 days. You know, the whole get rich quick kind of mentality, which people shy, they say that they don't want to get involved in that. But then when they find out that courses or whatever it is, it takes a lot of work, a lot of dedication for years on end and reinvesting, like you said, that's the the key part, reinvesting your profits. Then people are like, oh, I don't know. It, It takes a long time. But that's the beauty of running a business at the beginning. You don't use the money to just, uh, you know, to, to buy yourself fancy things. Or at the end of the day, um, if you wanted to do that, you could just work in a nine to five and, and climb the ladder and, and, you know, get paid maybe like 200K or something. And, and you can live very well with it. Right. But when you have a business, it's all about reinvesting. And so right now, after basically uh, almost 20 years, again, I just can't believe that it's, <laughs> it's been so long, really, from 2004, um, you've been reinvesting in the business. And how do you deliver your services now? We, I've got a small team. Uh, I was probably in, in, in South Africa and in, in, in the whole Southern Africa region, the first one that actually uh, had online assignments. Mm-hmm. Uh, we and we and we have a human that actually goes through those assign, assignments. So it's it's all online. Uh, it's it's a bit of a challenge in Southern Africa because we are so remote and rural that there are areas that don't have uh, uh, internet access. But mm-hmm. one thing about one thing about my students is that they are very dedicated. So they will actually go into town, go and sit in the equivalent of an internet cafe and do the assignments there. And I think that's another advantage I have is mm-hmm. that my students are very keen to, and they're very eager to learn, mm-hmm. um, which is opposed to what you've just said. You know, it's not the quick fix mentality type of yeah. courses that, that, that we have. Um, yes. They know that when they enroll in this, it's a long-term thing uh, and that, uh, you know, it's a different mindset. Yes, 100%. A hundred percent. And so um, is there anything exciting coming down uh, the pike for you uh, that you want to share with our audience, uh, new things in the business uh, or, you know? Uh, yeah, we've got something that we're busy developing. Um, and, and just a quick on that, you know, the first courses we did, we, we, we developed the course, spent 600 to 800 hours and then launched the course. Um, and uh, I have I have had quite wow. a quite a lot of those that didn't sell. I just get one student, uh, but that has changed. So we're using this, you know, uh, a beta course, probably a pilot program type of course launches, and we're busy with a, with a program where we're focusing on offers, how to create the offer, and, and you've mentioned parts of that already. And I think, especially in our industry, the wellness industry, there's a huge lack of anybody teaching people how to put together an offer that's irresistible uh, and that you can actually thumb there, then go out and and sell to people and share with people. So we're very excited about that. Uh, It's a very much a collaborative effort. I've approached people all over the world that I know are are experts. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not the only expert. So it's sort of a collaborative effort. Uh, Everybody is pitching together and we're trying to, to build a little program uh, where we can teach our health coaches in the wellness industry how to convey their services to the rest of the world. 
That's very good. Um, I wanted to ask you some logistical questions also, uh, because you mm. said that you are also in a remote area. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so this is something that uh, I've been fighting for for a very long time. I, I am based in Canada with my wife. We've been working from Italy for a couple of years, but uh, I have family in Italy as well. And one of my goals with my business is to help uh, people that are in Italy run businesses online because, you know, the Made in Italy brand is generally a brand on its own, the name Made in Italy. So uh, why not help these rural uh, enterprises, you know, get on the internet? And I find that there is quite a bit of resistance because of the lack of internet connection. And I know this is yeah. something that it's been going on maybe just for, for just a little bit, but I'm looking at uh, projects like Elon Musk's Starlink, for example, that's connecting uh, yeah. people everywhere in the world. Is it something that you find that uh, rural businesses can take advantage of anywhere in the world right now? And do you think that it's going to democratize the access you know, to, to resources even more than, than, uh, than we've seen so far? Look, the needle in South Africa, we're praying for that. Uh, because it's a huge problem that we have. Well, let me rather rephrase. It's not a problem. It's a challenge because people have come up, come up with some some crafty solutions to get over that. But it is it is a constraint on 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 having a business if you're in a rural area and you want to go online. Because as I've said, you literally have to travel to an area where you've got better Wi-Fi access. Even even cell phones. You know, even with cell phone access, we sometimes have to travel to a spot where you can actually have signal. Uh, that's a huge problem because in business you need to communicate. Yes. And if you can't communicate, so you know we yeah we're praying for for programs like the starting programs that those will come into into effect so that you know I think it will definitely democratize the way that especially the the, the southern African region uh, can you know come into business and 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 show the world you know that we are also citizens that can contribute. That's amazing, and I do believe that's gonna. Uh, make that type of impact and i do so certainly hope so even for certain areas here in italy or other places in the world in general yeah yeah um so didi i'm sure that my audience will want to know more about you and your programs and what you're currently doing uh especially in the wellness industry so where can people find you online now i've decided to focus on linkedin um i have a profile on instagram i'm on twitter and it's all didi hoffman uh, on, on those social media platforms. My website is badasspreneurs.com. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's a long story, Dad, if I story for another day. <laughs> but yeah, it's the badasspreneurs because in, in, in Southern Africa, you have to be a badass to, to, to have an online business. So badasspreneurs.com. Nice. Yeah, on any of those platforms, I can connect with me. Perfect, Didi, again. Thanks a lot for being on the Remote CEO Show. I'm looking forward to having you back in the future and enjoy the rest of the day for now. You too, my friend, and it's been an honor having me and I really appreciate you taking the time. And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at denierob, D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B. And I will send you the direct link to the review section. And to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again. And I will talk to you again soon.